Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado plus Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com. Use that promo code DeHuff. I'll tell you more about that here in a little bit. And also the great people over at Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. Uh, I'm being forced. Okay, guys, this is a, a cry for help. My wife said, put me on the fucking podcast again. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, just don't hurt me. I'm, I shouldn't joke about that. But yes, uh, my lovely wife, Brandy, Brandy DeHuff, sitting in on the podcast. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Nice to see you. I know. You're so quiet compared to... Sorry. I told it. I will I, project louder. I guys, I'm sitting here talking to her beforehand. I was like, "You gotta speak into the microphone." She's all, "I don't speak loud." That is not at all how I sound. <laughs> That's exactly how you sounded. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna do uh, an episode today. I can't wait to do this. You actually took notes, and it's funny because I thought you were taking a selfie of yourself. Like, ooh, OMG, I'm doing an episode i'm a radio host wait now i am gonna now take you a are selfie, gonna though. do a selfie yes. oh my god <laughs> did you do duck lips no i smiled <laughs> i don't understand why people do the duck lips because most of the time when you do the duck lips you people look like morons she's taking a selfie and behind me because the way i'm sitting today i have a dollhouse <laughs> Our wall of toys. A wall of toys behind us, or behind me. I gave you the professional seat. Thank you. And You're I'm on sitting, our child's little I'm, miniature uh, chair. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a chair where my knees are... I, I'm not comfortable, but I do this for you. This is what marriage is, okay? Uh, so you want to get into this? You want to? Yeah, let's go. Anything, what was the thing you said you wanted to talk about before we got into it? It's on your notes. I'm sure it is. Well, I have a couple topics. She's, social media, surprising, I know, TikTok, the good side of social media. You want to get into that later? Yeah, I thought I sent you an uh, article. You, I'm sure you did. It's probably on here. I, I put it down. All right, okay. you know, guys, you know what we need to do? Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I was kind of talking to you about this before. Your face is like, <laughs> Uh, Sorry, because you started talking before the music stopped. Because the music trails out. Anyway, this is a trial. I don't think I'm going to be invited back. (laughs) Do we need to start over? No. Okay. (laughs) You need to deal with this. Am I talking loud enough? Yeah, I hope so. Anyway, I was telling you this earlier. There's a conspiracy theory that's just trying to get some traction. And it's ridiculous. But that being said... There is some logic behind it, in a sense. Uh, There's a conspiracy theory that China already has a Jurassic Park-type area going on. That's kind of cool, but also crazy and scary to think about. It's horribly frightening. But as I've discussed on the podcast before, they're already openly talking about how they're bringing back with cross-breeding with the Asian elephant the woolly mammoth to help with the tundra and the gases being released into the atmosphere. There, there, there's a scientific reason behind that, why they're trying to do that. And that will help with global warming. But then they're also trying to bring back the dodo bird for no fucking reason. There's like 
Let's bring back the fucking Was it dodo. cute? No, it's not cute. It's just goofy looking. <laughs> okay. We killed it off. Uh, human beings killed it off like 300 years ago. And, and then we're like, you know what? Let's just bring it back. Why not? Let's play God. Yeah. But that being said, the Jurassic Park type of area, if it did exist anywhere in the world, that is horribly frightening because uh, nature will find a way. <laughs> yes. As Jeff Goldblum says. Because it will somehow it will escape, whether it's the animals there in existence there, or somebody's going to start developing it somewhere else. Well, and the guy recently just took a couple was it monkeys out of a zoo and like took them home. So there's that potential as well. Yeah, that's right. In I want to say Texas, fucking Texas. I don't know, Florida. Are you sure? Florida, Florida, Florida or Texas? Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast in Texas. Don't shoot me. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, either there's always going to be those those renegade morons that are just like, let's just let's just steal the animals or let's just go and do this on our own. And there's a lot of smart people out there, and that's what's scary is that if you, I mean, there's a lot of open spaces like here in Colorado. There's a lot of open spaces, especially on the east eastern plains. And we have that animal sanctuary up in Kingsburg. Kingsburg, I believe, like is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But anyway, so you could see some, it, it could happen where there's a lot of open space and you have it marked off. And then next thing you know, something escapes. The next thing you know, you're taking a shit and you look out your bathroom window and then there's a fucking. So, what do you think they brought back if oh, this is true? If it was true, it'd probably be something smaller cute and not not as, le non-lethal yeah i w i would imagine something uh, I i'd say was it bronchiosaurus but those are really fucking huge yeah i was gonna say a triceratops but those i would imagine are i don't know i, I think we can all agree it's not a velociraptor with how smart those right. supposedly according were according to jurassic yes. park because all of my education is from those movies around mm -hmm. dinosaurs it's Right. Just like all my United States history is from National Treasure. Oh, I was going to say drunk history, but drunk, let's go with that too. Drunk history is better. It's actually, it's just a drunk guy telling the story, which is hilarious. Yeah. How is that still not a show, by the way? If oh, you've yeah, never seen canceled, Drunk huh? History, you got to YouTube it. Hilarious show. And they didn't renew it. It's freaking hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. All right, so a woman accidentally breaks a $42,000 balloon dog sculpture at a Florida art fair. $42,000 for a glass sculpture that looks like somebody a balloon animal. A balloon animal at a fucking county fair. How is that $42,000? Whatever. But also, here's what's annoying too. I was reading the article and this is what it says. The woman who said to is said to be an art collector tapped on the sculpture. Oh, she's an art collector? She should know better then. Why did she touch it? No shit. And then she accidentally knocked it over. That she deserves to pay that guy the full amount of money. Wow. Because that's her fault. At, at first I was like, if somebody walked by or you know, it was an accident. Gust of she, wind, she, something happened. Yeah, but no, she intentionally touched it. Right. That's her fault. What a dumb way to lose $42,000. Yeah. 
Why'd you have to pay for that? Well, I, I wanted to shiny? touch it. <laughs> it. I saw a picture of it before. It is cool looking. Not $42,000 cool looking. Yeah, but you're also cheap. So I'm Well, I'm cheap and I don't understand art. True. <laughs> I, don't, I, I go to these art exhibits like uh, at the museums. You see some stuff and I'm like, yeah, just don't get it. Don't get it. I honestly, there's some stuff that our kids, Aria has put together or Jackson's put together with paint. And I'm like, if, if it, this had a cool backstory and somebody could sell it, you could probably get $10,000 for it because I, in my mind, people that buy art are fucking stupid. <laughs> you like art. Sure. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. You I'm think you're hilarious. Die. I'm going to die. This is my last word. Stop. Please help. <laughs> All right. We got more headlines coming your way. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms. No guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So download the Superbook Sports Colorado app or visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So when do I get promoted and be able to read commercials? Once you start selling. All right, right, earmuffs on this one, okay? All right, guys, we need to talk about erections, okay? Okay. We need to talk about sex for a minute. You want to be at your best all the time. Remember this website, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but it's in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. So you can take it any time of the day, day or night, and you'll be ready to go whenever that time comes. So sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you're going to get a prescription in the mail in a very discreet package within days. Don't be that guy that says, I don't need it, and then all of a sudden you realize, shoot, I do need it. That's where, you know, BlueChew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com so you can chew it and do it. Plus, right now, if you go to BlueChew.com, you're going to receive Blue Chew for free when you use my promo code DeHuff at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's a great freaking deal. That's BlueChew.com. Use promo code DeHuff to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you so much to Blue Chew for being a great sponsor of the podcast. This bugs the crap out of me. For anybody on social media or anybody that's in using email, stuff like that. Twitter is starting to limit its two-way factor authentication. <laughs> I said that way wrong. What the heck is that? It's, you know, when I don't you, have Twitter, so. Well, on when you log into something, you do a two-way uh, ver- oh, the authentication. verification. Yeah. Authenticate. I can't say that word for some stupid reason. I'm stupid. And who's the radio professional now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the only way you can pay for or get this security that everybody should have access to 
is if you pay for it and do the Twitter blue, which is ridiculous. What's Twitter blue? The Twitter blue check blue mark? Twitter blue is just where you get the blue check mark and you can, you have a certain amount of time that like if you send a tweet out, you can actually edit it, which you can't do if you're just Joe Schmo like me. But I'm not going to pay the fucking money just to get a blue check mark. I think that's yeah. a little bit ridiculous. And I shouldn't have to pay. So you can't get your account back. Does if, it have to do with like resetting your account too if it's taken over by a hacker probably, or a bot? It kind of opens your eyes to, one, a lot of people will bag on Elon Musk saying that you can tell he's desperate and they're not making that much money. I think what it is is he realized when he took over, and he kind of knew this before, and he said this before, is they weren't making very much money as it was in the first place. So now he's just like, how can we make some money? I don't think this is the right way to do it because me, I have the two-way verification thing on on everything because I see so many people get hacked. Yeah. And it's really annoying that that happened to Schlereth. I'm like, do you have this on there? No. <laughs> like, that's why. Especially if you're a high-profile person that has thousands and thousands of followers or if not millions – you're more susceptible to getting hacked and people will fuck with your shit. So I think this is scummy that this is how they're wanting to, yeah. to do it. I think an interesting way I noticed the other day on Facebook, I do a lot of those reels. And when you watch a reel, I notice that they, they have a very subtle sponsor that they'll add to the bottom of the reels now. Once you get to a certain threshold, which thankfully I'm at now, and it'll it'll say at the bottom, it'll just be a little tiny banner. That oh you, yeah, that you can click. I see through. those. Yep. And I'm like, that's the way to do it. Just do that, where it's not in your face and it's not forcing somebody to to spend money. I think that's a good way to do it. And that they're in in all honesty, why can't you do something like that with Twitter? Yeah. Where it's anytime you click through to look at somebody's there's more ads. There's an ad or you put a banner at the top or every other post is you see you see an ad. Something like that. I, I just think this is scummy and that's just asking for, for problems. And it's I it, to me it feels like it's gonna uh, backfire on him. Do you agree with that? I don't know enough about Twitter, I don't but think it's just about... like any social platform yeah like could you imagine facebook or you have grinder right oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb <laughs> no i think ultimately they need to find a way to increase revenue right so they're testing this see if it works if not what if they potentially have a subscription-based model for everybody right so yeah. at least you get a choice at this point that's such a isn't it the worst of all the platforms though for just Twitter overall that people it, it's not as good as it used to be. I okay. mean, I believe it. Uh, I don't have the, the graph in front of me, but YouTube's still pretty freaking dominant, which yeah. blows me away sometimes because <laughs> the majority of stuff on there is just trashy at times. I I'm on there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow me uh, at the Huff podcast on YouTube. Oh, but, by the way, can we talk about the fact that I try to promote you on social? And it's a big deal what your handle is, right? If that's still what it's even called. You're yeah, at. Yeah. You freaking changed your handle on all of your social platforms. To be the same. Yes. 
but you didn't fucking tell me. So I, I'm out there trying to tell people, <laughs> follow Scott. Here's his <laughs> Huff Uncensored, whatever. And now it's the Huff Podcast, right? Yes, because I also found out just randomly talking to people, a lot of people don't know how to spell uncensored. What? It's, but it's, it, not, it's not really a knock on them because there's times where I am sitting there trying to type it out. I'm like, wait, can huh. I spell that right? It's a, it's a very interesting word that a lot of people use, but I don't think a lot of people spell it. And, and I've talked to a lot of people that are like, wait, hold on. How do you find it? How do you it? spell it? Yeah. So, the, so I realized, because originally Twitter was the only one that it was DeHuff Podcast. Yeah. Because it wouldn't let me do... Well, and if you don't DeHuff know about the podcast, then I guess it's a little bit more in your face. If you find your account through Insta, yeah. then you understand, oh, there's a podcast. I can search for a podcast through mm -hmm. wherever you listen. So I just changed it. I didn't think I needed to run it by you. No, I didn't no, know no, you no. Gonna... Oh, my God. <laughs> no, listen, you don't. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all my intention. I'm out there me. pimping your shit. You change the name. So I'm effectively promoting something that doesn't, exist. that isn't, yeah, it's not out there. It doesn't well, exist. That so then said, I have egg say, on my face. You could say the Huff podcast or his handles the Huff podcast, but a lot of people don't search it that way anyway. True. A lot of people, well, shit, we, we, learned this through the past few years a lot of people don't know how to use social media right or how, that a podcast app even exists so we still we talk there, to people our age or there, younger and you have to describe no you have to go find an app download that app if you don't have it and then listen to the podcast it's not just your content on social media right a lot of people think that that's my podcast or that's what I do is just post stuff to social media. Right. I'm like, no, there's whole episodes. Yes. <laughs> like, Which now you're posting full episodes on Facebook I, and I do YouTube, that. Yeah. Right? Because, because okay. it's all about the minutes viewed Okay, is what it is. And that adds up and that I eventually I can get paid through Facebook as well. So it'd be another source of income. It's just really bizarre. The different ways you can make money on this, but I'm not quite, quite there yet on the, these those four dollar checks <laughs> rolling <laughs> in <laughs> like who wants to go to Taco Bell? <laughs> Two burritos. That's it. <laughs> I just think it's kind of scummy with the whole Twitter blue thing. The U.S. ended its search for the two UFOs that they shot down. I believe it was the one in Alaska in over Lake Huron. It's because they already have them. Do you think that's what yeah. it is? And they don't want to release what what it actually yeah. is. Yes, because. A lot of people are starting to think that it could have been as simple as a balloon, like a legit, originally kind of what China was saying, that it was just a, a, a residential or a civilian weather balloon that, that was put up there. Now, I don't know why you think that's funny. <laughs> it's because I took a drink of coffee. Okay. And I so, forgot. So here's kind of some of the stats on this to make it a little bit more mind-blowing if indeed this is what it is. The UFO shot down with a $400,000 missile by the US Air Force may have just been shooting down a $12 hobby balloon. That's ridiculous. Wow. What's a hobby balloon? So just, it just legitimately like somebody, is you or I could go buy one of these. Right. If and we send wanted it up. to monitor stuff okay. around the United States. Now, 
One of those may have been just an old hobby balloon that uh, may have been bought as cheap as $12 by the North Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, otherwise known as NIB, <laughs> extra bees. <laughs> and they said one of their balloons was missing. And the balloon had been flying for 123 days and circled the Earth a grand total of six times before wow. it was lost contact right around Alaska. Wow. So it's like, how stupid... I want to say that I said that this could have... How stupid would we feel? Yeah, if, but if, if you underreact, which there's definitely people that think we underreacted to it, right? How many days did it take before we right. shot down the first one? So, But that being said... Then, then they need to. How are they not so nib, nib, <laughs> nib? That's what it would be. Uh, nib should have should have to have some some sort of hey declaring where these things are at all times, at least to somebody, because at least going forward, because obviously this is going to cause problems. But it does tell me that. When we were talking about this last week, when all this shit was really getting amped up, was one of the the F-35 fighters flying by was just like, I'm pretty sure I see strings hanging down. Yeah. Which sounds like a fucking balloon. <laughs> so it's just, it also would be funny too if they shot it, shot it down. Let's just pretend real quick. I know it's not the case. But could you imagine if they, they fire a $400,000 missile and all they did was blow up a, a Mylar balloon that says, like, it's Happy a birthday. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. It, talk about a, a, a gender reveal. <laughs> it's, yep. it's a girl. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> then, they, then they definitely cover that shit up. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the junk you want to talk about. The junk. <laughs> what do you What do you want to talk? Do about? Do you have the article? Did you I, read it? What article? I thought I sent you one where a lady is retiring now, but it's after she had fallen delivering pizza or something, and TikTok raised money for her so she could retire. So she was elderly, you know, doing her DoorDash or whatever. So that just got me thinking about the good side of TikTok, right? Like, or any social media. Yeah, it's. Highly addicting. None of us need it, right? But it provides a lot of entertainment, and there's some good stories out there too. I like that because you you also follow who are those tur the turtle? Oh my gosh, yeah. The who are they? Tumblr thirsty turtle tumblers, and they hydro dip coffee mugs essentially or tumblers, and it is. Highly addicting, but there's also a whole community that follows them, and it's and they help out other TikTokers, yes, to and, grow their business, and which that that I love that that's unique, right? In, the in positivity and but then it, it's funny because I, once I started complaining about this, and I even made a TikTok complaining about this about them banning half the shit I was posting. It stopped, the stuff stopped getting uh, hmm. taken down. So I'm curious. Interesting. If, um, I don't know why, but I have a problem. I love the positive side of social media and TikTok and the uplifting things. 
but there's so much negative out there. Oh yeah. And it's it's disgusting. TikTok isn't that bad with the negativity. But mm, it depends what side of TikTok you're on and some of the lives I think can get pretty negative, but Really. Although every now and then I was talking to our our friend Shad yesterday and he was talking about how like some of it there's 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 always the dark side, the yeah, the slutty side and stuff like that, and it's just like you forget about that because I I I'm in this. I just want to watch silly stuff or construction stuff. I just yes. like watching that. Like, I like the deep make. cleaning. The deep cleanings are incredible and, to me. Although our daughter Aria loves watching power washing. No sewage cleaning. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you want to watch this? And she's like, yeah, it's so satisfying. And it's people clearing out pipes. And she's like, ew, poop. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh what God. did you expect? And and like, there's like wet wipes and stuff coming out. Don't flush your wet wipes. We don't have to keep talking about but that. No, but that's like what right. she loves to watch is that. That's and funny. then she goes to crunchy slime. Yes. So, oh, so that like, is satisfying. How do you, you got yeah. two different signs. But. But we were just talking about that it's it's frustrating because there's a lot of good creators out there. Yeah. And the nice thing about the the turtles is when they they try to prop up other TikTokers in such a positive way, but then you got people going viral just because they're showing their boobs. And that's annoying to me. And it's like you, this person has like a million followers and they're literally not doing anything productive with it and and it, they're not helping society other than to give them erections so anyway you're just jealous <laughs> you can't use that i hook. if i had a nice set of boobies i would show them off maybe i do <laughs> maybe i do maybe what i should do stay with me on this one i should start doing tiktoks in my underwear and we have some extra tube socks right oh god <laughs> See your followers skyrocket. <laughs> How funny would that be? How funny would that be? That's a social experiment. Real Let's quick, try it. This, speaking of social experiment, I want to bring this up because you'll remember this. It is funny how people react to certain things. And if I don't say this now, it's going to piss me off. Remember when I worked at Jamba Juice and I was a manager at Jamba Juice when I was like, what, 20 or whatever yeah. that was? As a social experiment that I just decided to do on my own at first was I was the person that made the schedule. I had a full staff on schedule, but I would add an extra Oh, Bob person, Sanchez. Bob Sanchez, oh. who didn't <laughs> yes. exist. So I wanted to see how people would react and how they would perform when they thought somebody else was going to be there, an extra person, when they can fully do the job with what they had, yeah, they would actually have an extra person. I forgot about this. And and it was fascinating to see how, one, how irate people would get. And I'm like, there's Well, because no, Bob wasn't showing up. Bob would never show up to a shift. So why are we keeping this guy on staff and like, he doesn't work? He never work. shows up and yeah. he screws us over. And I'm like, you're not getting screwed over. This is a typical shift. Yeah. You have everybody. You have he would have been staff. extra. He yeah. would have been extra. And actually, if anything, he would be getting in the way. Yeah. And he wouldn't be helping. So it was fascinating how people would get so How long did it off. take before people started to connect the dots? 
I had to tell people. Nobody connected the dots. It was, it was, they, I had a group of people come to me and say, can you just get rid of him? Oh my gosh. Cause he doesn't show You're up. You're so mean. How did anyone trust you after that? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> Why would they trust you before that? I guess is but, the better question. But it is, it was a fascinating thing to sit there and go, you're, you're overreacting about something that yeah. isn't harmful to you. Well, how's that work in society? It was a, a very interesting thing that I did, and I'm not sure why I came up with that idea to do it, but You're it was an ongoing... Twisted. Twisted, but it was... I hope the employees that I used to work with actually took something out of that because... A life lesson. A life lesson. For the 16-year-olds. As 16-year-olds, I, I molded their, their work ethic yeah. to be like, it doesn't matter who's on schedule. It doesn't matter if you're shorthanded or fully staffed or whatever. You still do your fucking job and quit bitching and complaining about it. Just do your fucking job. They probably sure. still hate you. I don't they think they do. took that life fucker, lesson. Fucking Bob Sanchez. If they ever hear it, uh, the name Bob Sanchez, they're like fucking triggered. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, I just derailed you. What do you want to talk about? It's okay. Oh, it's my, <laughs> what, my topic yeah, your, still? Your okay, the other one that caught my eye was kind of cool. So a 10-year-old um, child wrote sheet music and musicians... It's not very nice to call it shit music. Oh my gosh, sheet. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> Other musicians and composers took the sheet music and played it because the mother basically posted it saying, hey, I want to know if this is even playable. Is this really music or not? So it was cute to be able to see people playing the child's music and then obviously got back to the child. So how old was the kid? 10. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know enough about music. I don't either. So I it all listen. went over my head. But I, apparently you can't just write down notes and play it. Apparently you have to have tempo and different things. I yeah, don't know. I don't know that. Yeah. Our son is... Half-assed learning. Yeah. But, well, because of his teacher, though, he yeah. like it's computing more. And I could see him doing something like that. He would benefit from sitting down, watching introductory to guitar lessons or whatever but he doesn't he'd if, prefer to watch if the he, junk i know instead he wants to watch like unspeakable carter share carter share bullshit share oh fuck that i hate them i the <laughs> shares actually piss me off the most out of any of any of them as of right now really i don't want to talk about you're it. giving them a lot of your energy right now i know <laughs> i don't like it it's annoying there's some guys in colorado go. that do it and they're actually kind of funny I can't remember him. The dude dad? No, but that guy's pretty funny, funny too yeah. on social media. Dude dad. Yeah. And I swear I've seen him before, but he's, yeah, he's, he's pretty funny out of Colorado. All right. And then the last one is not necessarily social media, but just something that was strange. I think it goes with your fart in jars girl topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so a woman sells her day old socks and you can tell her i want 10 day old i want 50 so she i know it's disgusting wait does she wear them for yes, the many yes, days yes <sighs> so she it's awful this rabbit hole of what the my mind is blown so do you have a problem with her or the oh no buyer? i don't i don't have a problem with it either of it do what you want i don't care she's making money doing this and there's it's a market not, apparently for it do harmful. it harmful but no, still, but it's strange. It blows my mind because we don't live a life like that. 
I, I, I. What if we got a package in the mail and Jackson brought it in and, hey, dad, your socks came. Like, (laughs) it's just so weird to me. I, uh, I don't understand it. Like you said, it's not hurting anybody. But that being said, I'm still judging the fuck out of it because it's like, what do you? Why? I'm not judging it. I why? I just don't understand it. It is just how did she come up with that concept and then find the market for it? She probably s- just stumbled on one the, guy at the gym that said, "Hey, can I have your gym socks?" And guys are it blew up from there. Guys are fucking gross. I don't know. I don't. I don't get that. So anyway, the rabbit holes though that you can get into through social media are just crazy. The conspiracy theories, the just different lifestyles that are out there it just my thing with conspiracy theories is is in i've said this plenty of times is if you can if you can sell it it's all how you sell it yeah and you just have to have a few dashes of truth in there and then people do you really though flat earthers i'm just saying dash of truth the dash of truth being our dog's going crazy upstairs yeah it's fine the The kids kids will handle it yeah the kids are fine The the dash of truth for flat earthers is they can look up and see the sky or the land, but everything else is it, it's so bizarre with the flat earthers. And uh, what a year or two ago when I did that flat Earth episode, I was very amazed with the amount of people that were reaching out to me. There, there was one guy named Taylor, I think it was. He was the only one that was actually pretty respectful to me. And he's a flat a earther. He's a flat earther. Okay. He yeah. wasn't like full on flat earther. He's just like, I listen, I, d- I don't want to be mean about it, but this is my, my thought process. Yeah. And I was like, that's how it's a respectful dialogue. Yes. He's yeah. having a conversation instead of a debate. Debate's yeah. different than a conversation. Debate is like, I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Conversation is let's try to figure this shit out. And yeah. I thought I I'll always remember that that guy. I have a lot of respect for that guy for the way he handled it. I don't agree with him, right? But that, but that's fine. There's a lot of shit I don't agree with. Or, I think it's funny how Jackson says he's a flat earther now, just to just be to funny. get under our skin because he know because we go, he's all I think the Earth's flat, and then he'll you can see his eyes move <laughs> to see like if either of us yeah. are looking at him. How are and we going like, to react? And we're like, excuse me. It's cute. <laughs> he's all what. It is. It's sarcasm. Part of me wonders if some of his friends at school maybe school believe it. Yeah. Those kids are dumb. <laughs> Idiots. I'm kidding. Anyway, hey, thanks for joining the podcast. That was fun. Oh, that's it? That's it. That do you want to do more? Do you have any more to talk about? It was it's just shorter than I thought it would be. Boy, I've heard that before. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're going to go see Ant-Man today. Yes. Oh, and okay. This is what's kind of funny. So we're going to go see Ant-Man with friends. Jackson and Aria have a day with their pappy. Mm-hmm. They're going to go up to Estes Park. Now they're not going to. So guess what they're going to do? Yeah. See Ant-Man at the theater <laughs> down the street. So yeah, the other theater. <laughs> probably at the same time, too. Which is funny. And your son wants to come with us. Oh, God. I know. I already told him that. I'd rather just, you know, have a day you know, separate. That's Adult fine. Even time, though, yeah. yeah. Are we doing lunch after? Well, we're seeing the movie at a theater where they deliver your food. Oh. Alamo Draft House. They bring the food to you. Oh. You eat it there. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Better be good because remember that one time we oh, went to Cinnabar awful. and we, you ordered 
can we really talk that poorly about are they even around probably not okay. not with that product <laughs> yeah, well, so she buys chicken strips a safe thing to buy to be honest yeah it was the most disgusting bland tasting thing ever yeah the chicken wasn't seasoned which i guess sometimes you don't do that when you do chicken strips but there was no seasoning on on the batter yeah, it, it was, was awful. So disgusting. Overcooked, the oil was burnt. It was, yeah. Like, how do you fuck that up? There's a lot of places that serve food that are just shit. <laughs> but when you find good ones, oh, I love good food. I'm supposed to do, uh, I almost called him Skip. Kip and I are supposed to do something this week where we, he wants to do canned food versus canned, or canned meat versus canned seafood. Or we might do Ugh. like a $20 challenge. Somewhere. I like the $20 challenge idea. You want me to do it at the, the dollar, dollar store. store and get as much food as possible so it's too much for him to eat. But then he but was then like, also weird food too. He was like, go to McDonald's and get the filet of fish. Yeah. Get, get $15 worth of that. That's yeah. disgusting. Ugh. I don't know if I want to keep doing these food challenges. I know. Because they're pretty gross. <laughs> but he's all, Maybe people love it. Wreck your stomach. Ugh. Are yeah. you going to have the puke bucket next to you? I probably should. Does That's everybody a have a Yeah, I was bucket? just going to go there. So there's a couple posts going around on social media that or a meme or something about how some families you have a puke bucket and some families it's also like the pasta salad bucket or bowl, I should say. So they use it for multi-purpose. Oh, I wouldn't do which that. Which it gets cleaned, but still. Uh, uh, uh. gross. Yeah, because so we have a, a five-gallon bucket from Lowe's that I use for if I'm doing work like uh, on the sprinkler system, yeah, I'll put plumbing all the tools or whatever. in there. Yeah. And it, it's just a perfect thing to carry around. I also put cleaning, when I go around cleaning the bathrooms, I use put stuff in there too. But if somebody's sick in the house, we say, go get the puke bucket. And that's what we get as I bring it over to them. And everybody, that's, it's fine. There's no, I can't imagine using a large, serving bowl yeah as the 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 puke bowl that's just gross but also there's people i didn't know this until working at the radio station people have poop knives oh god i don't want to talk about that well you're gonna hear it <laughs> no people have like knives nope. that they stick or that's a it, you can talk about that on a different topic that so is when the toilet's clogged they can do that gross isn't that gross or a uh, poop hanger and stuff like Stop. that. Stop. I don't want... That's too much for me. Anyway. Talk about that with your daughter who apparently likes sewage yeah. declogging. The next time she's on the podcast. Why did I ask for more? I don't this, know. This you said it. Bad left like, turn. Let's uh, let's keep talking, okay? Let's talk about poop night. I should know. I should know. <laughs> I've married been married me. to you for... It'll be 20 years. You married me for my looks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good I love stuff. you. <laughs> I love you. Can we stop talking about poop? Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit subscribe. Then if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. Thank you so much to Superbook Sports Colorado plus Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com. Don't forget, use that promo code DeHuff to get uh, a, your first month for free, which is awesome. Also, Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. 
Go watch either the Avs, Nuggets, or whatever you want to watch. Grab some good food, grab some brews, and enjoy the great atmosphere of Blake Street Tavern. Hey, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining the podcast. Brandy, thank you so much for popping on and, and talking about poop knives, which oh, is disgusting. Oh, shut up. Oh, my god! I gosh. can't believe you went there. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you guys next time.